This podcast is part of the Batman Universe Podcast Network, hosted by the BatmanUniverse.net. Check out everything related to Batman and the entire Bat family at the BatmanUniverse.net, including news and original content related to comics, movies, television, merchandise, video games, and more. Also, check out some of the other unique podcasts that TBU has to offer. Consider supporting this podcast by becoming a patron on Patreon. Even $1 can go a long way in supporting this content that you enjoy. Look for a link over at thebatmanuniverse.net to offer your support now. And now, on with the show. You don't like the Drake. I hate the Drake. I love the Drake. How could you not like the Drake? Who's the Drake? Who's the Drake? The Drake is good. Do you like the Drake? I love the Drake. What about the Drake? Oh, screw the Drake. I love the Drake. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Robin Everyone Loves the Drake comic podcast. This podcast will take a chronological look at the third boy to wear the mantle of Robin, Tim Drake. We will follow his journey in the pages of the 90s 2000 ongoing Robin series and other notable comics of that era. We will also take a look at other Tim Drake appearances in DC Comics, new and old, to find out why everyone loves the Drake. Good for them. Love the Drake. <laughs> Got to love the Drake. I'm impressed. What can I say? I'm irresistible. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Robin. Everyone loves the Drake comic podcast. I'm your host, Rob Myers, and welcome to episode 97. <sighs> episode 97. We are on the doorstep of episode 100. So if I've got everything planned out right and everything goes according to plan, knock on wood, uh, the 100th episode should be releasing in the month of September, and it should be right around, if I count one week, two week, should be Wednesday, September 25th, will be the release of the 100th episode for Robin Everyone Loves the Drake. So we have that to look forward to. Young Justice is getting ready to fire back up. I've been kind of struggling with uh, having a little bit of the flu over the last month of July and coming into August here. So we get that show back on track. Everyone loves the Drake is getting ready to hit 100, but neither here nor there. This show is brought to you by the BatmanUniverse.net, your home for all things Batman who is celebrating 80 years and Tim Drake that is celebrating 30 years. You can find us on the BatmanUniverse.net and also we are partnered with Batman on Films Podcast Network at BatmanPodcastNetwork.com. You can get a hold of us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Everyone Loves the Drake. We are on Twitter at ELTD Podcast. You can find us on Instagram and you can email into the show at RobinELTDPodcast at Yahoo.com. And we're nearing 100. So if you've been listening to uh, the Drake for a while, maybe send us an email. Let us know where you came in on Everyone Loves the Drake. And we'll read some of those on the 100th episode. Or we will read all of those. Give us a challenge for episode 100 to try and fit all the emails in. And we do have a few that we've been trying to get through during this interview process. 
So this is back to our interview segment and a good friend of the show who is a brother from another podcast mother. Our good friend, Justin Kowalski is on this episode. This was one of the early batches of episodes that I recorded a couple months out as I was trying to play in what the 100th episode was going to be like. And like I said, all of these kind of became their own episodes. So there was no proper intro for Justin in the beginning of the episode because I didn't know how this was all going to fit out. So this will serve as the intro to the podcast. And I've been pick, trying to pick music from the co-host of something I know that they like or something that represents a co-host. I know that Justin is a big Ramones fan and I am a big Kiss fan. So I have a nice little melting pot here of two of our favorite. This is like a uh, an industrial or a punk glam uh, <laughs> 70s uh, peanut butter Reese's cup of the Ramones and Kiss. This is, and I normally don't say, you know, who some of the uh, artists are that are doing some of these songs because I just would rather the music just kind of speak for itself. But this is Kiss doing a cover of the Ramones. Do you remember rock and roll radio? And this comes from a tribute to the Ramones. We're a happy family. So it's got the Red Hot Chili Peppers, Rob Zombie, Eddie Vedder, like I said, Kiss, Marilyn Manson, Garbage, Green Day, The Pretenders, uh, The Offspring. So Tom Waite, uh, th there's some really cool stuff on here. So my favorite band and Justin's favorite band are going to kick off this episode. And they're going to welcome you to the show.
right, coming up on our road to the countdown, like I said uh, previously, my wife makes fun. You're counting down to up to 100. And as my guest kind of pointed out, you know, that little that little stick that I put in there, so now I'm going to work it into every every one of those. This next voice you're getting ready to hear is a I would say a dear friend, you know, you open up the door to the Drake house and it's like, hey, have some Drake coffee cakes and we'll play some Drake music. No, not really. It's going to be Ramones or Kiss or something like that. But we'll sit down. We'll talk about the Drake. This is a gentleman we've had on the show twice during our zero hour event. And I even did one episode as if he was in an alternate universe where he was running the Let's Go Drake comic show. So there I'm bearing the lead on the mic with us and sitting right across from me. If you can close your eyes and just imagine. We're in the Drake house, and Dad's telling us to move along. It is Justin Kowalski of the Let's Go and the Let's Go comic show. Justin, how are you doing, sir? Hey! I like that you're calling it the Drake house. (laughs) I love that. I'm doing good, man. I'm excited to to be on the countdown to the the, the final countdown to episode 100. Wait, what is it? The, The count? The, the the countdown. The count up, I, I just counting messed, up. Down. I just messed it up. I just you know what the we're, countdown. We're gonna, <laughs> that, I'm just going to title this episode just really long, so Dustin's got to go. It's just episode 95, man. That's just what it is. Uh, <laughs> so uh, this is our road to uh, 100, and I sent out all these feelers to podcasters that. I've wanted to record with before that I've never had a chance to, or people that were like, you know what? This is a cool guy. He came on the show. It was just a blast of an episode. So I want to get some of those people back and we'll all be on episode 100 in some way, shape or form. And then, like I said, on a previous episode, you run into this very cool problem where it's like, dang, this is, this deserves to be somebody's episode. So this could be a 20-minute episode where Justin's like, hey, I'm in, out, and done. Robin, <laughs> red, green, black, he's good. Tim, Not I'm likely. No. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I felt Justin deserved his own episode just as Donovan and everyone, the leading up to episode 100. And something that Ryan pointed out, he said, this is the most everyone part of everyone loves the drake that we've done it's usually the three every one of us <laughs> talking and now we get to hear from the other everyone's yeah. <laughs> so the first leading question for you is what was your first introduction to tim drake was it comics animation or uh something crazy did you walk by buying batman returns figures and go oh hey look, <laughs> there's a robin oh wow that's actually you're taking me back. So, uh, my first introduction to Tim Drake, gosh, it had to be like 1990s. And I remember going to, we had a comic shop I would go to, but there's also like, we had like a, a mall where they had like a, a bookstore and they had a spinner rack and all that stuff. And there was this issue of detective comics. And at that point I was, you know, I was buying, I was buying my own comics, but it wasn't as consistent. You'd be, you know, you'd get like Batman four something, and then you'd, you'd be in the four sixties to the four eighties. Right. You know, you'd miss them. <laughs> Anyways, long story short, it was Detective Comics six twenty, and it had the Batman cowl in a skull, and the, he had a purple background. And I was like, oh, "What the yeah. heck is this?" It was like the most heavy metal looking thing you can <laughs> ever see, right? And yeah. so I bought it, and like in the mid, it's like it was part two of the Obi Man story. Oh, so this one. is like. The Rite of Passage of Tim Drake. I think this is the... It should be in the collected editions of the miniseries. I think they have this yeah. story. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so um, I have... I, I jump right in the middle of this. I'm like, well, who's Tim Drake? You know, I, I, I knew that 
Jason Todd died. I, this was my first Tim Drake story, though. And so he's kind of yeah. going up, I think, against Anarchy right. and like the whole Money Spider thing going on. Like It's a little foggy because it's years ago. But anyways, that was my first introduction. And, you know, it didn't take a lot to know, like, you know, he's on his path to Robin. I think he even is, like, talking about even maybe a Robin's parents have to die to, to be uh, Robin, yeah. you know. So... It was really, it was really such a cool story, and like obviously it's got that amazing, you know, Bray Fogle art. It's Alan Grant, so like one of my favorite teams has been Alan Grant and Norm Bray Fogle. So oh, yeah, that was that was cool. But yeah, Tim Drake was in that, and um, you're like, oh, this, I like, I like this kid, you know. And that was like my first introduction, and then I think once that story continued, I was able to track down the first part, and you know, like the, the Drakes going to Haiti and, and all that stuff, and then. Uh, and actually, you know what? Question. Let me ask you this question because it's one of those. It's this is one of those Ray Shraz type of things. Like, is it the Obi Man or the Obia Man? I had no idea, dude. I just I like Obi Obi Man sounds way more like like voodoo, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, just from the radio drama, because like I was reading it right around the same time, and I actually went with the Obia Man only uh, okay. just because I had heard the radio drama first. Okay. Before reading that, so that's just. Whether the radio drama got it right or not, that's just where I went. But I liked yours, the Obia. It does, does sound more voodoo-ish, and then I'm yeah. like, oh, no, that gives me the heebie-jeebies. So I'm gonna, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm gonna <laughs> yeah. But anyways, yeah, that was it. There was, I remember there was a really cool scene in the in the book where like Batman's, you know, Bruce Wayne's going to the airport, and some guy wants to check his bag, and mm. he just bribes him, gives him some cash, and he's all same price for a bat suit, you know? Yeah. <laughs> anyways. <laughs> <laughs> the, thing I, the thing I liked in that was whenever Bruce was in shadow or he was delivering bad news to Tim or he's in the hospital, you get that. They don't do it much anymore, but Neil Adams used to do it a lot where Bruce would be half in shadow and the shadow oh, yeah. would fall right where his mask would be. But the background shadow on the wall was always the shadow of Batman mm-hmm. where you always knew as the reader that's where Batman was talking and not Bruce Wayne. I thought that was so cool. I remember thinking, yeah. how can he do that with the bat ears behind his head? And he's not wearing it. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's the best. Oh, Bray Fogle, dude. So good. Oh, so I, good. That, that saddened me when he you know, yeah. passed away. And it always depends on when I would read a book. Of, oh, this is my Batman artist. This is my Robin artist. But I really fall back to Bray Fogle and then Tom Grummet, depending on the day. But Bray Fogle, which was really where I started hanging my hat, like, man, he just drew Tim Drake really well, and yeah. Batman just looks so cool. Yeah. So his no, I'm the same was- as you, I think. Bray Fogle and Grummet, man, those are my, my two yeah. like Drake guys, if I had to go. They did the best, you know? Well, we were talking about stories. Do you have a, a favorite story of, of Tim? Doesn't have to be from a Soul series, one where you're like, that was really cool that... Tim Drake Robin was there, or he may not even have to be a lead part, but he did something in the story where you're like, wow, that was that was pretty cool. No, you know what? Once, I think, my, just my favorite era was once the miniseries wrapped and he was back in the book, it was just cool to have, like, oh, Robin's in the Batman book. Because I, mm-hmm. you know, my comic experience really wasn't with Dick Grayson as Robin ever. It, you know, he was already Nightwing and Todd was dead. So, let. Tim Drake's my first Robin. And so it was cool to like my first Robin, like experiential, like, you know, you had Dick Grayson and like super friends and all that stuff right. growing up as a kid. But like, as I was reading comics, Tim Drake was the guy. And so once he came back into, I, th- I think it was, 
again, that amazing Brayfogle like cover where it's Batman and Robin, just kind of that classic pose of them together. It's kind of a mm-hmm. take on a classic like them, you know, on a billboard or something. Right. And uh, I don't know the issue, but like once he just became regular in that book, it was just cool to see the relationship, you know. And like him using his bow staff, that collapsible bow staff was so cool. And the yeah. way Brayfogle again. Sorry, I don't, I don't mean to be this. Everyone loves the Brayfogle, but like, just the way, <laughs> no, he, no. Just the way he, he he illustrated it, it was just so so cool. I loved his solo book, but at the same time, it it, it was really hard because it wasn't like the classic Batman relationship. It was mm-hmm. it was because he had to cut loose because Asbats was was totally like making it hard for him to be a part Bonkers. of that family. <laughs> but I loved I loved his story, like. And, and I actually, I was actually bummed once they killed his dad. You know, finally, I get Same that. Here. I was like, oh, I like the dynamic of him having to sneak out and, um, you know, not starting to not trust Bruce Wayne. Like, what's going on over there? You spent too much time over there. And then the, you know, Steph and Ariana and you know, you know, eyes for eyes. You know, all the his buddies. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. I, I wish, I wish those characters were still around because it was like that was his supporting cast and. Um, I get it. You can't always like you know stay in a certain part, but I I kind of was like, man, what a cool like cast of characters that they were that Dixon was creating. So um, I love the Dixon era of Tim Drake. I, it, just the whole because it was just like that was a, a part of life, and I would say that would be my favorite like if you want to say story because it was a it was an ongoing like right. saga that he was crafting there. I really I really dug what he was doing there. So so yes. I That's heard. <laughs> I can't take a credit for this quote, but I read it online that somebody referred to the Chuck Dixon. If you ever watched the show, My So Called Life. Oh yeah, he was referring it to as my so called Drake. <laughs> that you had. <laughs> sorry, whoever you are, yeah. mysterious person. No, that's yeah. great. That's good. That's good. But you know, you had you could have two or three issues where Tim doesn't don the Robin costume. Like mm-hmm. maybe a book ends, like he's just coming in from something, but you're dealing with him at school or there's a death in Tim's school and how that affects him. And it's, you get to the end of the book and he's got to go suit up because the bat signal comes on. I was like, mm-hmm. wow, I, I'm, I'm more invested invested in his classmate that dies or yeah. the, the drug problems or the guns that were going on or Steph's pregnant. You know, those, yeah. those type of things really had me in. And that's where I thought Dixon did a really good job of pulling – he pulled you effectively out of the Robin character that you weren't counting pages till you saw Robin again. That was, and he did that for a lot of stuff. So yeah, I, even I, in Nightwing, he, he would do stuff like that. So yeah. Well, we were talking about you know runs. And I think we've already you've already answered this. But if you were going to pick a a book for somebody, be it the Robin, Red Robin, Young Justice, or Ooh. Jeff Johns Teen Titans run, where you're going, oh, you know what man. this is. <laughs> Everyone that I've asked this question to is like, oh, it's like picking my favorite child. Um, yeah. Because I think each of them have a different uh, take yeah. on it. But if you were like, this is a good example of, of Tim Drake. So which which one do you more gravitate to if you're just walking by the bookshelf and you go, I'm going to read this? You know what? Can I can I throw you for a curve and do like a, rank, a ranking? <laughs> go, yeah, let's go for it. Okay, we'll start at the bottom. I'd say Young Justice. Young Justice was my least favorite um, I have, I have like probably the whole run, but like looking back, I'm like, I didn't love it so much because I felt it, like it was more screwball at first, and <laughs> yeah. I think it, I think it matured as it went on. But right. I, you know, for a little bit, I was like, eh, it wasn't it wasn't my jam as much as the other ones. So I would go probably go start the bottom, Young Justice, and then 
I'd probably follow up Young Justice with Cry of the Huntress miniseries, <laughs> like, where I'm like, ah, at that point, like, just give them a book. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, then, uh, then I would go to, man, I, I actually, t- the Teen Titans run was good. So, it, again, it's kind of in that middle, like, okay, that if you want to read it, him interacting with his buddies, you know, and actually they did a good job establishing the relationship with like Connor and him and, mm-hmm. you know, Bart and Cassie and all that stuff. Like, so I, I really did like what they, what Jeff Johns did in the teen Titans book, but my two favorites would just have to be, I actually really love that red Robin book. Oh, I was, so I. I loved it. I loved the interactions with Lucius's kids, just the stuff that was going on, like Tim coming into his own as he was searching for, for Bruce. It was like, out of all the bat family, he was like, no, I know he's out there. I know right. who Bruce Wayne is, and just to kind of follow his his quest. Plus, it had that just Mark. Once Marcus Toe came on the book, I was like, dude, oh. this is just a great book. Yeah, I yeah. wanted him to draw that book forever. When yeah, fifty two hit. I'm like, no. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I can't. I can't go there. I can't get. We're gonna go on. A, we're gonna go on a whole uh, a whole no. other thing. That, that's that's a swear word. Yeah. Now, so we we don't we're, we're not we're not going to swear on it's this like, show. Oh, it's so it just it just ruined the trajectory. Sorry, I'm going to go there. It ruined no, the trajectory they were building there. Where 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 they, with the Tim Drake character, like, oh man, he's going into this cool mission, and then you know, once Bruce came back, he, I was like, okay, I want to see where he goes because again, there was cool stuff going on with Wayne Industries, with Lucius's kids, with his yeah. daughters, and like the relationship that was developing there. I was like, okay, I want to see this play out and. You never did, but I really liked that book. So I would say read the regular Robin series, you know, and to kind of get like the bookend, then read the Red Robin series because I think you get a good balance of who Tim Drake is, like starting out and then the detective he became. Yeah. So those would be my 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 wrecks. It almost like you rated them. Like if if you were on another show, and you had you had a rating <laughs> had a system. system. You started with a. A, a go, and then you went up to a gotta go. There you I, go. <laughs> I, I'm just I'm, I'm just pulling this out from somewhere. Let's there go, you go comic show. So <laughs> check it out. <laughs> something that I I really was in my mind's eye. It would have been great once Bruce had come back. Is to have Bruce and Red Robin be the partner, and mm. Dick Batman and Damien remain partners, and you would have. Because I always thought, well, Batman, Bruce is doing the, uh, not Batman Eternal, Batman Incorporated. What a yeah. cool Robin Tim would have made on his incorporated side of the mission that you could have had a Batman and a Red Robin doing their thing. And then you'd have the Gotham street level in Dick and Damien, which I thought would have been pretty cool. But it felt like they were doing that for like a little bit. A little. Yeah. Like Gates of Gotham really felt like that. Well, that was the precursor to, to all that coming in. But you had two or three issues where it felt like that for a little bit. So that mm-hmm. was, I, I will accept those answers. They work, they work really well. <laughs> <laughs> it's your show, man. You make, you can make those rules. I make the rules here. <laughs> uh, what did you think of Tim's new Robin costume? The very first time that you saw it, you know, we got to see it for in the lonely place oh, of man. dying. And you thought, Oh, well, Tim's just obviously going to wear, you know, the pixie boots, just like, every other Robin before him is worn, and then he gets this new costume. So the caveat to that, what did you think about the costume, and can you look at that costume now and go, oh, dude, that's totally 1990s, or does that costume transcend 
the era from which it was, which people have pointed out, it's not technically in the '90s. It's not Guy Gardner Warrior, with with it <laughs> that's, being that's the that's the that's the, the qualifier. Right that's the qualifier. <laughs> Can he stand next to Guy Gardner? And you're like, yep, I see it. Or wait, Guy Gardner Warrior, where he had the yellow ring, or when he had the Voldarian powers? Oh, the Voldarian powers. Dude. Oh we're, my we're, gosh, we're, go- we're going so all bad. out. <laughs> yeah, you, you went bloodlines here, man. That, I did. I did. <laughs> We're the oh, only, man. <laughs> other than Terrence, we're the only three people on the planet that know what blood, Bloodlines is. <laughs> oh, man. Gunfire. The Cyber Rats. Look <laughs> oh, at all those characters. Cyber Rats, that ties into Drake right there. Because yes, they were in Robin Annual 3, I believe. Yes. Yes, they were. But there you go. Bam! Let's go on a Robin trivia show right now. <laughs> it should be called Everyone Loves a Drake. You should do that. You should do a trivia episode where you have just people from different shows and just do Robin <laughs> trivia. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. So uh, what did I think? Um, I remember having that issue in middle school, and me and this kid, Eddie, I think his name was Palmerin. Anyways, we were like, "Look at the suit!" Like it was, <laughs> you know, we already, we already bought the issue, but I remember we brought it, right. we brought it to school, and it was that issue where you know Batman's upside down, you know, and it looked like the the cape was red or something on the cover for some reason. Right. Like it was like it was four fifty seven, and I remember the. Uh, you're just kind of like, wait, he's got boots or like, he had, like he had yellow boots or something. It just looked, it threw you off. Right. And then when you get to like that reveal at the end, it's so cool. Cause he doesn't, you know, he doesn't wear the costume when he rescues Batman. It's just right. at the end. It's just like this really he's got a stocking cap on. Yeah. So he's got this really cool, like, like up. It was such a great updated version of the suit. I don't know if it feels nineties to me. It just feels like a, it feels like a great, like, um, update yeah you know one of the things that now correct me if i'm wrong because you might know more about this but i thought or heard that while they were like designing a new robin suit they had to have input from the film side like tim burton would be like yeah this works for me you know yeah so which was why the when you so you mentioned the action figure so i remember getting the action figure like robin's in the movie (laughs) and then you hear all the drama but if you look at that action figure yeah it actually has like marlon wayne's face and hair. And yeah, he's got a little bit of a fro going on. He like, does. Why is his hair so I remember yeah, looking at it so texture. tall and square, like like I can't get my hair to do that, but I, I didn't know all the behind scenes drama. Then years <laughs> later you go, Oh, I mean this is Marlin. <laughs> yeah, it told it totally is, dude. Like I have I literally have it right here on my shelf. I have like a on my bookshelf I have that Robin standing next to a uh a Batman, like you know, Dark Knight collection Batman. Mm-hmm. And um yeah, so anyways, but I was like, oh man, that's the suit. That's the Tim Drake suit. And, but, uh, yeah. I, so if that's true, then there you go. That's true. And so there's a lot of future planning. Like, how do we modernize this outfit? And I loved it. Like, you guys are talking about in the past episodes I heard where he has the, like, the ninja toe boots. Mm-hmm. And I remember in the back of one of the, I think it was the collected edition, they had like this blueprint of the new costume. Yeah. And, like, it was all the throwing R and like boots and like how there's a communication device and, you know, I think the only thing is super nineties about it was maybe the pouch arms, yeah. but you know, like- it, it wasn't overly done too much. Cause <clears throat> even in that silhouette on the mm-hmm. cover of a four fifty seven that you talk about, if you look really close up at his shoulders and the gloves, you can see the pouches yeah. a little bit, but I think that that's what keeps him more from being Guy Gardner <laughs> warrior. Kyle. Yeah. I don't want to throw Kyle Rayner under the bus. Cause I do like his suit. <laughs> yeah. I think if, 
this would have drug on just a little bit more. We would have been in like 93 or four. I think he would have had straps and pouches and, you know, oh, dude, he would have looked like cable. <laughs> yeah. He would have had the R's, the biggest supermans and it had been off to the side and turned sideways, you know, all kinds of stuff. But with Neil Adams drawing it, there's more of that old school flair. So I think he was drawing it for Batman returns as like, well, here's a mock-up of what I think Robin could work for your movie. And then when the movie passed on it, then Neil was like, went back to DC and said, Hey, here's what I think a mock-up could be of Mm. your new Robin. And that just got put right in there. And then this costume, you go to Batman, the animated series, and this is a costume that Dick Grayson is wearing. And then whether you love or like Batman forever, I remember sitting in the theater (laughs) and when, Chris O'Donnell's wearing that outfit. I'm like, it's Tim Drake's R. Yeah. It's kind of green, but it's, t-, you know, <laughs> you, you looked at that costume. It's got the black cape. And- yeah, that was a weird choice, the R, right? Wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Like, instead of it just being, sorry, like, <laughs> no, no. Make, just go gold and black, man. Like, yeah. But I think, I don't know if you remember, as the movie was coming out, you could, I've got a Batman pillow that my, uh-huh. Batman Forever pillow that my grandmother got me years ago <laughs> that, that I take on trips when we go to a hotel because hotel yeah. pillows suck. So I take this and stuff it under. But it's got like a weird silhouette of Batman and Robin on it. And it's got the, you know, Batman Forever bat. But the Robin logo that's on there is more of a block letter R, and it's got this weird – it's got a circle around it, but it's got two teardrops going to the north and the south points going down. And it's the, the yeah. oddest design. And the action figures have that same R on it yep. all over the place, that. with the exception of the two-pack where it was like, okay, here's more of the movie-accurate Val Kilmer and uh, Chris Yeah, O'Donnell. it had the sonar suit. They had that weird crouch yeah. pose. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I, I that was such a weird choice. Like, but you know, like when they make toys, it's all pre-production. So before yeah. final designs, so you're kind of like, okay, I guess this is a. <laughs> and maybe that was a thing they didn't get the rights to. That maybe they still didn't know what that R was going to look like at the time or something like that. Yeah, really, a really weird choice though. Like when you think about like how classic the the R symbol is. Yeah, and well, it's that because it looked very. Uh, it looked it looked kind of like something that would be in like a Robin Hood movie or something, you know? Yeah. But yeah, interesting, dude. It's really, it's really interesting. <laughs> Listen, we can have a whole show about the R's of Robin. <laughs> yeah, all the R's, all the R's. R. Oh, you know what the worst one is. Sorry. Oh no. You know That's what right. I think. Mm-hmm. The new Fifty Two Red Robin, or no? Sorry, the the Rebirth Red Robin logo. Uh, uh, see now. <laughs> I would like to say that I came up with this design first. If you want to dive deep into my YouTube channel, Rob's Rogues, there's a little plug for it. With hey. it being RR, I thought, well, hey, my channel kind of has a lot of Robin content on it. I wonder if I can combine two R's to kind of look like <laughs> Robin's R. So I have a mock-up. I think I had it as my little image for a while, and I still got it out there somewhere. So when I saw that, I was like, hey, DC owes me money. I created that. <laughs> I, I Come on, do, DC. <laughs> I do kind of like it. I'm not saying it's my favorite R, which I would have rather had them had just had the bird logo gold in yeah. there. I thought that would have worked. I mean, I would have put him in the one year later costume, but I, I get it. You wanted him in to looking Robin. So the two R's, 
I don't begrudge anybody that says that is so dumb because I can it's look just, at it. It's just it's awkward. It's, here's the thing. Yeah, it's awkward. It's not designed well. Is no. all. Like I can, you can do the two R's together, but I'm like, it never looked like someone actually sat down and created some type of you know brand. It just right. feels like, oh, let's still just let's just draw two sloppy R's. And I'm like, come on, Batman. <laughs> Batman, <laughs> he knows how to merchandise. He knows how to like, right. You know, get some logos put together and sell shirts. You, know? <laughs> that's, you gotta that's make right. bat tanks, dude. How are you gonna make those? So, anyways, like it just felt like such a. We don't know what to do with this logo, guys. All right, yeah. fine. Two Depending R's. on who it is, yeah. some people would connect it okay. We were like, all right, that's not bad. Where it kind of looks like something else, and you can back away from it and go, oh, I see the two R's, and I'm looking at an art piece that I got from Patrick Gleason, and I love his art, but it's oh, yeah. just literally two R's right next to each other. Where I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's two R's. Do something. Yeah. Well, let's switch gears to a romantic level. Tim has had. Oh, hello. Some. Hello. This is, this is a late night at the Drake house. Everyone loves a Drake. <laughs> Everyone. Draw the shades here. <laughs> so we got Ariana on one side, knocking, at the, knocking at the front door. At the back door, you've got Stephanie Brown. Okay. And maybe on the phone is Cassie Sandsmark. Oh, okay. Who. Who does Tim? Because if you're watching the Young Justice cartoon, mm-hmm. that at the end of that spoilers, if you haven't seen what season two, I think Tim ends up with Ariana or Ariana Cassie. They're they're yeah. dating at the events of that. So I was like, oh, all right, and they kind of flirted with it in Teen Titans a little bit. So who do you think at the end of the day? You've got Bruce and Selena. They're going to get married, not get married. Tom King is going <laughs> to let us know how that goes. Oh, we're going to talk about that. Oh yeah, we, we are. We are. That's that's where that's where we're going to put a. <clears throat> That we'll close the Drake door. And we're going to go into the King House, and there's just going to be one one chair and one table. We're going to fight over the chair. <laughs> uh, so who does who does Tim have his happily ever after with, or is Tim if he doesn't have time for that? Where do you fall on Tim's love life? Oh man, it's I, it's for for me, it's Stephanie for sure. Like she's definitely proven to know his world. Um, I love the love triangle with Ariana, you know, back in the day, mm-hmm. but. I feel like that ship sailed a long time ago. If you were to bring that back, I feel like me and you would be the only people that would remember. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like you have to be a hardcore, like, you know, right. Tim Drake fan to go, Oh yeah, she's back. Like it wouldn't, it, it, it would be the equivalent of maybe bringing like, you know, a Vicky Vale back in the Bruce's life. Like, Oh, like that's a, that's a big name. People, I, I guess that's not the equivalent. It would be like Silver St. Cloud, Silver St. Cloud or, you know, Vesper Fairchild or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Like bringing her back, like well, yeah. she, you know? So yeah, yeah. Vicky Vale is a bad example, but uh, I got you. it wouldn't, it wouldn't, it wouldn't have that, that weight. Cause I feel like we all, we all get like yeah. these two ships are coming at each other. And I like, I kind of like the, the relationship they've established, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's who I would pick. I would pick Steph, you know, by a long shot. Right. That's that's more of my. I've had some somebody like Tom Panarese that uh, did the interview with uh, last week, and he was kind of he him hawed for a second there, mm-hmm. but he's like from the same school that you and I were about reading when that was Tim's first real girlfriend, and when you know Stephanie is a new person coming in. So like you said, it would be a flip now where you're like, oh her, that's the ex girlfriend from junior high, you know? Yeah, this is your college girlfriend right now. Oh, didn't this- didn't he wasn't um. I'm trying. Maybe I'm getting confused. Remember, there's some there's some cobwebs. So, uh, wasn't his 
nickname or his like alias with her, wasn't it? Alvin Draper. Alvin Draper. Yes. Okay. And she circle gets so, the square. <laughs> yeah. She was so mad that like, I don't know you and you know who I am. And you know, yeah, I always thought that was sunglasses. Cool. She would, she would <laughs> call her staff yeah. and I don't even know who you are, Alvin. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Alvin Draper. <laughs> so it, in the last five years and starting with that curse word, new 52 that we're not going to talk about, yeah. Tim Drake has taken a backseat to other members of the bat family or almost left completely out of media. Like for mm. example, Batman hush. I cannot wait for this animated movie. Yeah. But, that's a choice, man. Yeah. Like, they're making a choice. Well, it's in the new 52 canon. Like you could just slip Tim Drake in there and be like, yeah. Hey, I kind of wish it was his own standalone, like the dark Knight returns year one, red hood, that type of thing. Yeah. Um, do you, do you think there's a reason is the bat family too imploded that they just can't pick? Or is it like, well, this is just who Robin is. And because of the new 52, Tim drew like four short straws to, for who wrote him, and that's just mm-hmm. the limbo that he's in until Bendis now. Yeah, you know what? That's I don't typically take the like the conspiracy side of things. Like they trying to get rid of Tim, you know. Um, I really feel they did him wrong in New Fifty Two. Again, like it's the Red Robin series and his trajectory at that point was really good. It, I feel like it was headed in somewhere, mm-hmm. and then um, with the whole New Fifty Two, they they botched his origin. Um, he really didn't have a, you know, a through line, you know, he was a really terrible and you did it. You stuck it through, you stuck it out. You were the only one who stuck out that series. Uh, um, brother. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. I don't, I don't know what it is I, with, with the animated movies. I feel like they're just trying to establish this, like this universe. Now they don't really do the one-off things anymore. Like yeah. one, once in a while they will. And but, I can uh, respect that. I can almost look at it like yeah. this is a cartoon series that's <clears throat> that's run over the course of time. So I, yeah. I get it. But I just feel like Tim, like his role in Hush was important to put Damien there. And here's like I'm, I'm I'm actually a Damien fan. I really enjoy. Oh, same who, here. I really enjoy the character. At first, I was like, "What the heck?" But <laughs> it, it it threw. I like I like new wrinkles on characters. Like, dude, Batman's a dad. Okay, I never thought that was going to happen, you know. And so I, I enjoy that wrinkle. Like they went there, they changed the character. Something you can't you can't really change that through, you know, some type of uh, you know continuity change. I guess you could. I mean, everything's changeable, but right. it's it's been established. You know, he well, that's his son. You can <clears throat> you can adopt Tim. You can adopt Jason. Mm-hmm. You can adopt Dick. But to have a real flesh and blood yeah. kid, one that you didn't realize, and that adds a new <laughs> yeah. Good job, Dark Knight Detective. <laughs> Wait <laughs> a second. But but I I I love that wrinkle. But I I feel like they could coexist. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think sometimes some writers have done a good job when they're all together. Um, I'm going to, I don't want to go there yet, but there's been a few issues in the King run where he has all the Robins together and oh, yeah. man, he's done such a good job with all their different personalities and dynamics. And, uh, I think they could exist. I think, um, may, there might be an editorial thing with Tim Drake. Hey man, like we're trying to really, you know, pump up Damien, but I feel like every Robin character has been given a spotlight since the new 52, whether it's Jason Todd, mm-hmm. Nightwing or, or Damien in, in, in your right. Like where does Tim fit here? And I don't think they know. And I think they tried, I think in the first, you know, run of the rebirth detective with, you know, tiny I, I didn't love what he did. I didn't, I know you guys really were kind of beholden to that. Like, Oh, you really loved it. I just feel like it didn't land well. I don't think they landed it well with him. 
because yeah, I, it didn't platform him for success. Like, what did he do after that? Right. Nothing. Like, they didn't really follow that up really well. And then now he's in the the Young Justice book again with Bendis. And I'm like, where's that going to go? Because now they're like, we're going to give him a new name. I'm like, oh, man. I mean, anything's better than Savior or whatever the heck oh. that was. Like, right? Like, well, just... You, you went right into the next question. I mean, yeah, sorry. Th- no, no, no. That, this is a pr- great segue. This is the 30th anniversary, which, I mean, I, I'm not that good of a planner. My wife takes tells me to take out the trash, and it'll be next June when I remember to take it out. But yeah. Hey, you is, did it, though. Yeah, but I did it. Yeah. <laughs> but this is Tim Drake's 30th anniversary, and you got Batman 89's 30th anniversary. It's Batman's 80th, and our 100th episode are all kind of coalescing here. So Tim's going to be given a new character name. So my original question was... Should Tim be able to stay a Robin and like, no, let John, uh, Kent and Damien change? Or is it time for Tim to be a la the next, not, not Nightwing, but should he get to graduate to his own thing? Or was he such a good Robin that it's like, nah, he, he deserves to stay Robin. Yeah. I really don't mind the name Red Robin, to be honest. Like, I'm cool with that. I, yeah. If at first it was like Red Robin, Robin, like what if there was Blue Robin and, and Yellow Robin, like the Green Lantern Corps of Robins, you know? <laughs> but uh, I, I remember the We Are Robin series. Like yeah. I read a little bit of it. I was like, man, I just I kind of like this concept of like, hey, Batman, his his like little soldiers are Robins, you know? Mm-hmm. But if they, ha- I I think it, it's all in the execution, like creating a new identity that is cool and you know is obviously marketable like nightwing is a marketable name you know right. and it's got history in the dc universe with you know the bottle candor and all that stuff um with tim it, ha- it can't be lazy i really hated that name like i'm my new name is savior right like <laughs> right it just felt really ham-fisted and like what i don't know i just didn't <laughs> i didn't enjoy it. i didn't think that was gonna stick either um with tim drake hopefully it it um if it's not gonna be red robin which obviously it's not because right. they, <laughs> he that ship sailed. Now he's just Robin again. So he's Robin. Everyone's Robin. Uh, <laughs> maybe he'll be Rockin' Robin. Who knows? Uh, <laughs> I, I, it, 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 it's not. You know what? It is actually. It's really important what his new name is. Yeah. Because if it's, you know, he's Tim Drake. You're right. It's 30 years of Tim Drake, and like nothing's really happened for him. Like you've yeah. got to platform this guy, and and maybe they'll do it more towards the end of summer. Cause that's kind of, I think that's what the publishing time was. I think it was September. I remember it being like Christmas time when, when that stuff actually happened, it was closer to like 91, I believe, or yeah, I something like right. that. So hopefully they do have some type of like, like plan in place. Um, as of right now, like they still haven't revealed what that name is. I think it comes out next month though. Right. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I, I feel like I'm just kind of like treading water. I don't know. I, no. it, it has to, it has to uh, honor like this legacy of who this character is, you know? And, yeah. and he's there's a lot not- of people that, that, that like him. He's like, he's our Robin. Right. And he's to be actually the best that, Robin, you right? Know, and the most well-rounded and likable. Yeah, exactly. And, you, you could see, I mean, Terrence has said it on the show that Tim Drake rode a bicycle and I was riding a bicycle, you know, you yeah. felt yourself grow up with this character. Yeah. So like Bendis has hinted at that, you know, it's, I don't know if it's steeped in young justice, but it, his new young justice code name, I think has something to do with his time in the young justice book from huh. the nineties. So I've been going back through okay. like other than Mr. Terrific or I forget what he 
called himself in one issue. We had like a goatee and tattoos uh-huh. uh, disguise. If, it, if it's that, I'm going to flip this desk right over. But it's <laughs> going to be Alvin Trapper. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Is he one of the chipmunks? Is that Alvin? Right. <laughs> so this is really quick. Uh, speaking of costumes, if you had to pick one costume, I think everybody picks the same one. Uh-huh. Uh, the, <laughs> the classic or the one year later red and black? Where where do you fall on Tim's class or on Tim's costume? Yeah, I love the classic costume, but I'm going to go one year later, man. Oh, nice! I, I do have a soft spot for that costume. Yeah, what I what I love about it is when when the new adventures of Batman and Robin and they redesigned the character for the cartoon. Mm-hmm. I was like, I love the red and black because a Robin is red, red and, black. and black. There's no green on a Robin, and I get like the historical significance of the green. I loved that idea, and it's funny because I I, I want to go dig through my illustrations. I would actually draw like I would make my own costumes and stuff, and I would give Robin long sleeves. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like, dude, it's freezing! Out. It's freezing! Like there was some issues of of I think the miniseries where he had like black sleeves because yeah. it was like cold. Like, but um, I was like, that looked so cool, and it inspired me. And I would do my own kind of variations, and in the you know the Batman Forever suit kind of like evoked that a little bit, right? But yeah, I really I really like that idea and I loved giving him more of a bat look. I know uh on the last episode or like I think it was 95 of your show, you know, you guys were talking about like no bat scallops for Tim, but I actually liked it. It kind of felt like, "Hey, you're a uniform, you're part of the team." Um I kind of liked it and it just felt like, "Okay, um this is part of our look, guys. <laughs> we're going to have scallops, we're going to have right. fins, a robin, you know, a, uh, maybe maybe they could evoke feathers more. I hated that feather cape though that that, that he had in Fifty Two again. <laughs> yeah. But I like the scallop cape for him. I I thought it was a good look. The only thing yeah. that I would have done without is the the black shorts. I would have just had a full red bodysuit. So I'm gonna I'm gonna segue this into the Young Justice suit. I really like that suit. Yeah. Yeah. Now. One thing I did, <laughs> one thing I did like in the new Fifty Two that you saw it very briefly for I think it was almost a full splash page. Brett Booth drew it, but it is the death of the family issue that takes place in Teen Titans, mm-hmm. where the Joker kidnaps Tim and Jason, and Tim wakes up in his Robin costume. He wakes up in his Robin one year later costume, yeah. san- sans the red shorts. Yeah. So everything I loved that look. Um and I start thinking about it after with talking with Donovan where we're like no scallops. I start thinking about it. He wore this costume as, you know, reflection for Connor who had passed away, but he gets the scallops and then the scallops on the cape after having been adopted by Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. So I think you're right that pulls like the family familial familial I think that's the word I want to try and use. I'm yeah. saying it wrong. But you know, he does have the the scallops on the gauntlets. He's got a cape that is honoring his his bat part of the family. So yeah, I'm always torn. The way the wind blows, I'm like, yeah, I love the classic costume, but I'm looking at the one year later action figure right now from the Batman and Son mm-hmm. action figure line. It's I love that figure. Yeah, it's it. I think it's a good look, and it kind of I think it matured him a little bit too. Mm-hmm. You know, as as he you know came into this, I don't know, like the you know latter part of his teens or whatever, like. Where, where we've grown up, we've kind of passed him by. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I like that suit a lot. Um, and I actually like I like the Red Robin suit, too. Like, I know, you know, it's basically the Dick Grayson suit from Kingdom Come. Right. And uh, 
I like the Todd. streamlined look where I think it's like issue five, I think. Don't quote me on it. Yeah, where they Tim it a makes bit. a line of like where Alfred tailored it so the tunic's gone. It's kind of almost more like a, a onesie and it really streamlined the look. I, I mm-hmm. really liked that one. Yeah, it was good. So I like that suit too, you know, but I kind of like this new version. Onion Justice, yeah. Yeah, that, um, oh gosh, um, you, you just said his name and I forgot his name. Gleason. Gleason, yeah, Gleason did a good job designing that. Um, yeah. I feel like there's a little busy at points, but it's a good, like, modern take, but I don't, I feel like it dates it. It kind of puts it, it's not classic where, it, like, the original, you know, 90, you know, one suit, you know, we'll see. <laughs> a lot, a lot of knee pads and stuff. And, but I do, I think I really do dig, like, I, Again, my favorite is probably the Young Justice version. Nice. Yeah, I don't know why. I just I was like, I typically don't go to like the, you know, the the random animation like costumes, but I just I like how it evokes the old tunic on the side of like the hips. Yeah, kind of go. I think that's I think that's the one I'm thinking about. Like, I could be off. It could have been a, a different like season no, or something. But I, th- I think you're right yeah. on. Yeah, but you know, even though that one that one does have short sleeves and, and gloves, I I don't know, I like it. It's it 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 feels fun. So so there yeah. you go. Well, I want to segue to we you and I talked about this. When we get together, we want to talk about this thing. Yeah. So we're gonna go from Tim Drake and we're gonna do it as if I'm getting punched. Like let's just say <laughs> let's say Batman's getting ready to punch somebody because he's so angry. And let's just say he clocks I don't know. Let's say he clocks Tim Drake in a fit yeah. of rage. And now you like that? That's a horrible, yeah. horrible segue to, I want to talk a little Tom King with you. We, you know, yeah. we chat back and forth online frequently. So at the time that we're recording this, I am two issues away from finishing up Heroes in Crisis. And okay. then I've read, I'm current up to the wedding. So I have a huge chunk. Hey, everyone, a quick little edit into the show here. At the time that uh, we recorded this episode, I was not current with the Tom King run, as you heard me just say. But now having a few months go by, I am current up to the most recent issue for the city of Bane. So if you've been following me on Twitter at DrummerRob10, I have a pinned post of me going through the Tom King Batman books that I was behind on. So some of this next conversation with Justin will seem a little off because somebody may say, hey, you just read all that. So at some point, Justin and I talk about maybe doing an episode of a Let's Go comic show or coming on as a guest or something like that. So maybe this will be a topic that I can get a chance to discuss with the guys over there about now that I'm current with the Tom King Bat books, how how do I feel and stuff like that. But you kind of see my reactions on Twitter as I've gone through those books, again, to get current up to this point. So if you've been following me on Twitter, it's going to seem a little odd, but yada yada, as Seinfeld would say. So let's get back to the show. Ahead of me to read, but my goal is to get caught up over the next couple. Oh, of so stuff. you haven't you haven't got past any of that stuff yet? No. So I oh, did. Okay. I did read. I think it's seventy four. Where once I saw like, oh hey, the Bat Family oh. is <laughs> is on the front cover. Like, yeah. all right, like King stuff. I I like it in a way that he's not. He's telling a linear story, but it's jumping. You're like, okay, we started at this issue and then it jumped over here. So I didn't feel like I'm totally out of. And because, you know, the internet, I can kind of piece together what's happened, but I want to read it in a chunk. So I just went in going, all right, it's, I don't mean this disrespectful, but oh, it's Tom King. I don't think I'm going to be that lost 
reading <laughs> this one issue out of context. And I was a little bit like, okay, I think there's a strain thing going on with Bane and then seeing the family come together and him, you know, Colcock, you know, Tim, I was like, what is going on? Mm-hmm. So that spurred my interest in going, all right, I've let too many issues you know what 30 30 issues get between me here and there just i think just life like oh i'll read later and the book's coming out twice a month i'm like man this pile is getting bigger so i'll be glad once we get back to (laughs) once a month so oh i I, i'm there with you i'm there with you on that because then i can buy another book you know right yeah exactly You don't like the Drake. Hey, the Drake. I love the Drake. How could you not like the Drake? Who's the Drake? Who's the Drake? The Drake is good. Do you like the Drake? I love the Drake. say i'm irresistible so i guess what's what's one of your questions because i i when i was listening to the episode and you guys you and terrence were just like what is this book (laughs) i was like you guys gotta read it because one of one of the things that i wanted to challenge you guys on was you guys were commenting that the relationship between bruce and selena just kind of felt like okay she's my love like where did this come from and i think as you read it there's a lot of flashback to their, you know, Tom King digs deep back into continuity. Right. Whereas, yeah. you know, we're no longer beholden to New 52. Everything's on the table. And, you know, Bruce brings up, you know, a lot of these, uh, you know, discussions like we met on the boat. And then she, you know, and then I might have it flipped a little bit. And she's talking about their first encounter in Batman Year One. Right. And so it it's not just the rebirth like relationship. It's beyond that so they're they're forever like this entanglement batman and catwoman has had like talking about hush there's elements from hush there's elements from you know heart of hush you know all of that stuff is in this timeline and so there's there's definitely catwoman who's been like redeemed and her story is you know all that stuff is is part of this character's dna and so um once you get out of the I am Bane story, you start to see that like, Oh, okay. Cause there, you know, there was that like, what's going on with Catwoman, you know? And you know, the long, the, the long game with Tom King is some of it could get like repetitious because you're reading one single issue. You're like, what the heck there, there is, it's just, you know, Batman <laughs> saying the same thing over and over. And, and I get that. Like as a single issue, it probably doesn't work as well as it does collected as, so as you read it, you're probably going to have a better experience than some That's- people. That's what I'm hoping for. Now that I've yeah. got the advantage of having, um, I suck at math, uh, 30, some, <laughs> 30 some odd if issues yeah. there to go, it's going to read more like better in a collected trade. Even yeah. at a two-week pace, I think King has a way of spreading things out. Like I absolutely loved Rebirth, number one, with Gotham. Oh, yeah. was, I want to say Gotham. Yeah, Gotham Girl. And Gotham Girl, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I liked that whole thing, Batman you know, flying the plane on top of the plane i was like this is bananas. that was but insane that's, yeah, yeah 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 but it i'm like great. that's a batman thing to do like i could see that in the animated series of pulling off so yeah i i have the res the respect of tom king of like i like that you're trying something bold and new 
mm-hmm. with the characters that were like, okay, Batman's got to punch somebody in the face every four pages. And yeah. like the characters should be able to grow. Like we were spending a whole show, a, a podcast talking about the Tim Drake character that, that's growing and evolving. And then I'm going, but I don't want Batman to grow and evolve. <laughs> but I think they're, you know, I, I don't know entirely where I fall because I want to get completely current, but I think after yeah. the, I, it was more of the stunt of the wedding that I, how do I say this and that sounds stupid? I, I wish it wasn't publicized as this is the wedding. I wish we would have gotten just been reading the issue and been like, oh, snap, she decided not to marry him. Well, That's- you know, they want to sell some comics. Right? Yeah. Sell- <laughs> like, right. And, and I, get, I get marketing 101. <laughs> yeah. I, I went into the story knowing they're not going to get married. This is the I just didn't know it, the 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 part that was awful was somebody it was already solicited like there's yeah. no wedding you know and there this whole storyline has been kind of a it, it, it there's a little bit of a deconstruction to who Batman is to platform him and change him for the future that's where I'm you know yeah. I think the end game is they end up together I don't know if it's it's a wedding or not but um you know I I think that's what he's hinted at like hey I'm gonna change Batman for the next generation and i'm thinking well maybe he gets married maybe that's the change like he's already a father you know surrogate and actual you know and so this next step is like okay so we really are going to have this like batman family now no way i'm not trying to like change your mind on because there's things like tom king is not for everybody you know and i've really loved the stuff that he's done i'm like man one of the best purchases i ever made was on a digital app sale for a vision his marvel book i've been that, hearing a lot of oh man about it's that. like this heart-wrenching like story about i don't care about the vision dude i <laughs> care less about vision and i read this thing and it was gripping i was like dude this is so i but again i read it in a in like a big chunk i didn't read issue to issue i could see his style is is hard for people if you just want to go and read a book or like, i want to see <laughs> batman jump down and just crunch some bones and you know and, and do some detective work this is a very psychological story, and there's some manipulations. So, for you to jump in at you know issue seventy two or whatever it was, and see you know Tim get clocked, hey, that's that's your guy, and then you're like, man, this story's been a little wishy washy, and you jump in and like, okay, what the crap's going on? Yeah. And so, but that's kind of, and to be honest, and I think I've said this on on the Let's Go Comic Show, some of these issues where there's a dream going on have been hard. I'm like, okay. We got to wrap this up, <laughs> and and I because for me now I'm like I'm getting to the point like I want to see this story wrap because it, there has been a few where it's like okay let's 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 we get it there's a dream but at the same time I'm like man the art's so good <laughs> like, yeah. the and art's that's been thing. so good on these books and like I said on the most recent episode I've been double dipping into all these books the uh, art is really good yeah and I love the variant covers I'm, yeah you're I'm, you're a you're a sucker for I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a sucker that lasts all day and into next June um, yeah and, and I've told myself all right I don't need to double dip that bad you know I bought all yeah. the young justice variant covers but I have almost told myself and people are like you're the reason why variants are killing the industry <laughs> oh man yeah. but you sing you single-handedly are the Rob one. <laughs> Myers in Mount Blanchard Ohio just sunk I, I'm the one that caused vertigo to implode today and that was that there was, you go that was crazy news <laughs> um but I've almost thought about dropping the the main A cover for just for the variants yeah but at the same time the artists doing work on the the variant covers like 
the art is top notch through yeah. through everything. So that's where one of my final questions for you, uh, yeah, tying tying this all together, is it was announced that King is going to do what eighty five and then jump over to Catwoman, uh, the Batman Catwoman title. Is that am I saying that yeah. right? Yeah, okay. I think it's just Batman Catwoman. So would you rather DC stuck to their guns and say, you know what, King has a story for one hundred. Let's let's let him go to one hundred, or are they going to want to? Do you think it's better that he gets to wrap up his series over in a spinoff title, and then somebody new gets to land the ship at issue one hundred? How where do you fall on that? And yeah. again, I want to tie this into your episode ninety eight, if I'm saying that correctly, of how fandom is just going absolutely bonkers. You know, as yeah. much as I have my reservations. For it, let's go comic show. Check that episode out. I listened to it twice. Justin and Matt Ritchie did such a good job on that episode. I I, I cannot talk that episode enough. Of just fandom and people just oh, going absolutely bonkers and bananas f- for like flipping tables over. Like, dude, that was my table. It's at the end of the day, it's a comic book. I, I get yeah. it. Like, I'm upset that Scott Lobdell really wrote Tim Drake crazy, but I'm not writing him. Mm-hmm hate mail and i'm not you know threatening you know his what i actually life. enjoy his red hood book no lie his red hood book is excellent and i'm <clears throat> yeah i'm looking at the new 52 like this is a mandate this is what you're supposed to do we're not gonna yeah. change for the sake of change so i my going all right did i paint this dude into a corner anyway i'm getting off topic yeah, yeah, for yeah sorry the question <laughs> no that's all right <laughs> but yeah how do you feel i like on- talking comics with you man it's fun <laughs> You know, uh, the door the door's open, dude. Uh, <laughs> it's good stuff. <laughs> so, yeah, wh- where do you land on Tom King? Do you do you hope that he was going to get to issue 100 for Batman and go, cool, you got to do 100 yeah. issues? And or is it more an afterthought? Like, well, we'll throw you a bone over here. Where do you where do you fall on yeah. that? Yeah, it's hard. Um, you know, everything's a business, and it's not my business. It's none of my business. <laughs> right, um, right. I'm just a purchaser. Um, I would have loved for him to finish it in the main book. There's there's a little it's a little bittersweet where it's like man can you imagine be working on a book having a lo- a game plan and hey I get to write Batman 100 you know right and who knows he still may be a part of that there's always like 20 people involved in those Probably. books you know but um, I'm glad he's able to finish the story I can see you know why they're like hey the bat here's the thing the Batman book it's not like it's it's dipping like <laughs> it's number six out of the top you know 1,000 comics that come out. Um, it's not plus, 66. <laughs> yeah, and it comes out twice a month. So that's two Batman books that are coming out in the month. And so if you think about, like, you know, on sales, like, okay. <laughs> and that was probably why they're putting two out. Tom King writes, like, 20 different words. That's it. It's 20 words he writes. And, you know, you can, you, you can ship two. Not a lot of work. Uh, <laughs> I'm but, knocking stuff off the table. Sorry. Yeah. But, you know, there was a lot of, uh, you know, speculation. I think you guys even mentioned, like, the Hulk. The Hulk book's a really good book. That comes oh. out. But yeah. that's coming out once a month, so you got Hulk coming out, and it, it's it's you know it's beating Batman by a little bit. But you got two Batman books coming out. Um, I don't know how much of it was based on sales or, uh, yeah, because you know I don't work at DC. Who who knows what the the reason right. is? I, I wish they would have stuck it out. Like man, it's it's December, you know, or whenever the the story would have wrapped. Like let them finish it up in the book, and then you know bring the new blood on. It doesn't keep me up at night. It's just one of those things. Like, oh man, it would have been it would have been nice for him to finish it up. 
right. know, I have more more issues and disdain for the new Fifty Two stuff, <laughs> like that, like just botched like their awesome Superboy book that was going on and Red uh. Robin and all that stuff. You know, like hey, th- that's where some of my like nerd rage is. Like, oh man, come on DC, but. Yeah, I think I fall. I'm just kind of in the middle. I, I I feel for him, like man, doing your work, but he ain't hurting, dude. He's writing New Gods now with Ava DuVernay. So like, Tom yeah. King's doing good. Tom I, King's I'm, fine. I'm excited about that. So yeah, his yeah. his I would and I, another suggestion for you guys that Mister Miracle book is heart wrenching and awesome. Again, <laughs> read it. Maybe read it sitting down. It's I love that thing, dude. Oh man. Him Here and, and Mitch Garrett's dude, they're just it's such a good team. <laughs> Hearing the two of you talk about it on your show, <laughs> yeah. and you were talking about it enough that I I could kind of follow along, but I was like, man, I wasn't wanting to purchase a book, so I want to get it collected, buy it as a trade, yeah. and be it comicsology, or maybe I'll just bite the bullet and buy the a- actual physical, you know, uh-huh. hard floppy. If that's a, can you have a hard floppy? Yeah, you can. So, all right, cool. You yeah, know, <laughs> the the hardcover is beautiful. I, I'm actually wanting to get that when it, yeah. when I can make that happen well dude this has been an absolute (laughs) blast having you on the show um we could just make this a uh, a weekly event hey bi-weekly justin and rob be so fun i'd love it but if people want to get a hold of you at a more frequent basis talking about comics uh where can they hit you up if they want to go go do and listen to get something in their ear holes talk more more comic (laughs) stuff ear holes (laughs) I, I say that way too much. Huh? Um, uh, I know. I, 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 I ape all of your bits on this show. I'm not lying. <laughs> I'm like, hey, ding. Uh, yeah, Checks yeah, in the mail. Yeah, send me some. Send me some. You can follow me on Twitter, just J underscore rock up. Uh, follow the shows at www.letsgopodcast. Uh, that's kind of like our, our network uh, <laughs> uh, website. We're trying to figure out, you know, what are we doing? And uh, we got two shows. We got the Let's Go podcast, which is more pop culture. We're not really talking comics, but then the Let's Go comic show, obviously, all right. about comics. And that's like a weekly show that pretty much we sometimes we'll miss a week, but overall. And we do some reviews on, on Wednesdays for comics. So mm-hmm. if you want to read some reviews on books and, but just, I just love, I love comics and I really love the kind of this podcast community that's kind of come out of this love of comics. You know, it's mm-hmm. like you said at the top of the show, you, you, you make really good friends with people based on this love and oh, know, yeah. i think of a guy like jay yaz like who's you know doing the young justice show oh you yeah. know i love that dude man it, yeah it, and like it's fun i've got to hung out with him at comic-con and we got to talk and you know we, we it just it's just it's just fun to, to to that you have a hobby that can turn into friendships you know across the states you know right and so right. it's fun i love being a part of of that community and it's fun to talk comics you know we're not making money doing it we're just nope. having fun we're having fun like sharing and fandom and 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 that type of stuff so yeah so if you'd love to check it if you like comics and sometimes some <laughs> some snarky comments i don't know i like i feel we, we always talk Dark about Net like Rises. <clears throat> yeah 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 <laughs> it's that's like a that's like an ongoing like right. kinda, like joke i don't hate the movie no it's, not, no, it's just I not know. my favorite but it's, it's very fun to go anything's greater than <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, yeah. So if if you like if you like comics, you're like, hey man, I need another comic podcast to listen to. Go check out uh, Let's Go Comic Show. I would love for you to check it out. And I got to tell you, you and Matt, but I'm extremely <laughs> jealous that you guys got to do your episode 100. Folks, go check us out in a bar. 
that's comic themed. Oh man, yeah. Like how cool? Like I was like, where are the Skype cameras when you need them? Like that. <laughs> I, I want to see the inside of this thing. I'm just picturing, oh. you know, like a Miller Light poster hanging next to like a Batman. No, poster. not at all, man. It's it's actually it to to just kind of pull the curtain back. It's this. Uh, it's a brewery. They make their own beer. Oh, and every beer is like they have a comic book character that's like connect. To, they you know they make everything up. Right, everything's right. their own. It's a very nice spot. It's like all like very white inside, but with bright colored characters on the walls. And then they have some like you know vintage toys. They have a really cool like shelf set with like Marvel Legends styled figures. Like there's some DC, all of them that are like in that like six inch scale. Yeah, they have a kind of diorama there, and it's really it's a really cool spot. It was called Unsung Brewing in Anaheim, California. It's it was a fantastic place. I love just being there. You're like this is cool. It's like where. It's like nerd cheek chic. <laughs> like, this is a cool spot. You know, that's a brewery inspired by comics. And it was cool. And and it was just a fun time. But yeah, th- thanks for bringing that up. Yeah. And I do have one more last thing as I'm looking at it. I'm looking at my yeah. Nightwing figure here <laughs> sitting on it. And it spurred me to think, oh, has Beast Boy landed Yes, uh, at your location? And how did that go over? Oh, yeah. So Rob's got the 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 hot connections on DC <laughs> multiverse figures, which are not available anywhere right? except through random, I guess, online retailers. My son loves beast boy. One of his favorite characters. Awesome. And, uh, you know, so Rob gave me the, the, you know, the heads up on where to get one of those. Cause my son had his birthday and wanted to get him a little special something. Just, you know, he, he got his, his gifts and but I was like, you know what? Just a little, a little something extra. And it came and he was like, this is awesome. <laughs> That's cool. I'll put a smile on my face. It okay. feels like the sculpting is different on these. Like this, yeah. they're a little more, uh, I guess I want to say fun in the sculpting. Yeah. Like the faces seemed a little more less like grimacing, more like, Hey, this is a kind of a new there. Maybe they're segueing into a new, I don't know, like standard yeah. on what these things look like but and, and to know that they've only got one more official wave after this and the mattel <sighs> licenses is done and that's the a little heads up on this the i don't know if you saw on the site the last official wave is going to be the batman wave yeah it's red robin red hood ba- dick grayson batman collect and connect as killer croc katana kg beast alfred so i bought the whole <laughs> entire case so oh I think, wow <laughs> so i think they're going out with a bang and all that stuff but uh yeah oh, nice i was glad i was able to to at least hook you up in that in that general direction. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna I want to go back and get. <laughs> it's so hard for us to finish the build of figures. <laughs> uh, never, you know. I feel like we've only built like Steppenwolf and the Batman grapple gun. That was it. <laughs> yeah, we haven't but, finished any other one. Especially yeah, like, if you're trying to buy them in stores and you're like, well, I got two arms for Bane and a foot for Cheetah and a yep. torso for Darkseid. Like, I'll build my own figure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's we we are definitely like. <laughs> have yet to build we have a lot of limbs we have a killer croc still without an arm and <laughs> yeah i'm missing one arm <laughs> for <Yeah>. killer croc <laughs> yeah we gotta rectify that but that's right yeah <laughs> well this is where we're going to end this episode folks justin kowalski thank you brother for coming on to the show and telling everyone why you love the drake so on the behalf of justin this is rob and you've been listening to the batmanuniverse.net and more importantly you've been listening to Justin Kowalski loves the Drake. We'll see you guys on the next episode. Take care. Bye. And show. Awesome. There. That was fun, dude. Dude, that was awesome.
Thanks for listening to Robin. Everyone loves the Drake podcast. This has been brought to you by the BatmanUniverse.net. Tim Drake, Robin, and all Batman-related characters are under copyright of DC Comics. This podcast is solely for entertainment purposes, so no infringement is intended by this show. This show is not a good revenue stream. Actually, there's not a stream at all. All music and sound clips are under copyright by their respected copyright holders. So there should be no need to send the Penguins lawyers after us for ill-gotten gains because there are none. You can get a hold of the show a few different ways. We are on Twitter at ELTD Podcast. You can also email in at RobinELTDPodcast at Yahoo.com. Our Facebook page can be found at www.facebook.com slash everyone loves the Drake. And as always, you can message directly over at the BatmanUniverse.net. So email, tweet, or message us. We'd love to hear from you. And we'll read your comments or responses on the show. The show you're listening to can be found a few different ways through iTunes and Windows Media, also over at our host, TVU. Leave us a review on iTunes if you listen there. It'll help spread the word of the show. Make sure you head over to the BatmanUniverse.net, your home for all things Batman and Robin. Thanks for listening to the show and hearing why everyone loves the Drake. We'll see you in a few weeks. Take care. Bam, 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 bam.